Hi there! Welcome to our special episode. If you're following us on Instagram, you may have noticed that we have been teasing the next set of episodes. As I've mentioned previously, I am very, 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 very excited for the next three episodes and that, honestly, I've been wanting to talk about those shows in the podcast even before I started. And tonight, I can finally tell you the reasons why. But before that, I'll explain a little bit more about a series of series. While initially in this podcast we refer to series as in TV series, in the context of a series of series, we are talking about a set of shows that we will be featuring for the next number of weeks. It may be a series of romantic comedies, emotional dramas, those kinds of categorizations you can find on Netflix. We can also go from TV series to movies, or we can talk about the versatility of some actors through their films or shows. Almost anything is possible, to be honest. But for our first a series of series, we will be talking about a set of Korean dramas from the great Shin Lee creators. Okay, I'm not sure how Korean fans call this pairing, but it is what international fans call them. So let's just go with Shin Lee. And Shin Lee stands for producer or director Shin Won Ho and writer Lee Woo Jong. In tonight's special episode, I'll let you know about these great creators, their works, and a little bit about the representative dramas that will be featured in the next three episodes. Let's go! Prior to the Reply series in 2012, both producer Shin Won-ho and writer Lee Woo-jong mainly worked in variety shows. Shin Won-ho worked as a producer in KBS for many years, producing segments such as Immortal Songs and Qualifications of Men in variety show Happy Sunday. While Lee Woo-jong has worked as a writer on a lot of variety shows, including Two Days One Night, Qualifications of Men, Youth Over Flowers, and Three Meals a Day. Reply 1997 is the first drama they worked on together. Actually, I recently learned about this during the live broadcast of Shin PD and Na PD in a YouTube channel around two weeks ago. Um, Na PD or Na Yong Sok is also a producer for variety shows, and he's the one handling the YouTube channel, Channel 15. He was a producer of Two Days One Night for years, but now he's producing or working on New Journey to the West with writer Lee Woo Jong. They've also worked together in Youth Over Flowers and Three Meals a Day. And actually, the three of them are very close friends, having worked together on a lot of projects for a very long time. And Shin PD and Na PD even shares the same production team. There were also a lot of times when the actors Shin PD worked with in the dramas were casted in variety shows produced by Na PD. And I think some of them are Cho Jong Sok and... Ah no, not, re- not Jo Jong Sok, but Yu Yoon Sok from Reply 1994 to Youth Over Flowers. The two producers' friendship started way back in 2001 when they entered KBS at the same time under the variety show department. So for about a decade, both were working on entertainment shows. That's why when Nappy D heard that Shin PD plans to enter the drama department with writer Lee Woo Jong, he kind of discouraged them and told them to just keep doing what they've been doing great so far. But still, Shin Lee worked on the first few episodes of the drama and showed it to Nappy D, him being their first audience. And Nappy D actually enjoyed it. Though it was a reversal from the, his early disposition, they thought it was a failure having a variety show PD who obviously knows nothing about dramas to say that it's a good drama. It was really fun to watch them bicker and talk about old times throughout their entire life. And it was just so evident that they've been through so much and are so proud of each other's achievements. 
after watching the live broadcast and learning that Shinli actually started off as variety show creators and took a leap, leap of faith to enter the drama industry, I was really impressed. Entertainment shows and dramas require almost completely different set of knowledge and skills, yet they were able to do it and do it so great. So I found myself thanking them that they did not lose hope even when Napi D himself told them that they shouldn't dare it. If they took his opinion to heart or let fear keep them from taking such leap, the world wouldn't be able to witness such masterpieces and be embraced by heartwarming dramas. Shen Li is a gift to humanity, really. Their works capture life so well that's why they've been loved by people, even as beginners in the drama department. In 8 years, they have created two series, the Reply series and Wise Type series. For Reply, they've done 1997, 1994, and 1988. And for Wise Life, we have Prison Playbook and just recently, Hospital Playlist. For a series of series by Shin Lee, we'll feature three representative dramas from their list of masterpieces. Reply 1988, Prison Playbook, and Hospital Playlist. And today, I'll be giving you a glimpse of each. Though the Reply series has three installments, we will only talk about Reply 1988. This ain't me being biased because, you know, I cried for Chilbong in Reply 1994. But since the three has an overarching theme of going back to the past and showing how the characters lived their childhood and grew up to the men and women they became, I decided to just talk about one. And of course, it has to be Reply 1988. Many people around me love the drama so much and it is actually the drama that introduced me to the Shin Lee cinematic universe when I think about it. To be honest, it's been years since I watched the drama and I'm not really the type to re-watch dramas even though I love it so much. Especially the ones who made me cry almost every episode. And Reply 1988 is definitely one of them. But for the sake of the series, I braved re-watching it. Though I was scared that I might cry again, it was a good decision. I was reminded of the lessons I learned about family, friendship, and relationships in general. It was set in a time when my parents aren't even married yet, but I was able to relate to it in so many ways. I felt like I grew up with the squad in Sangmundong. I was reminded of my own experiences back in high school, struggling with academics and, you know, crushing on boys. <laughs> and by the time they all grew up and explored the world, living their own lives, I was reminded of my own reality as I was in my last years in college when I watched it for the first time. It was a scary world out there but I remember feeling excited to finally graduate and face it myself, hoping that I, together with my friends, will grow up to be amazing adults, succeed in life in our own ways, and still have time to meet up in between our busy schedules. Okay, more on this this Friday. We'll finally have our first guest, so please, please look forward to it. Unlike Reply 1988, I just watched Prison Playbook this year even though it was released 3 years ago. My friends who love Reply 1988 have been telling me to watch it, but I didn't want to for a long time because I knew I would cry so much. Again, I know. And though I loved the Reply series for both the laughters and tears it brought me, there was a period in my K-drama life that I stayed away from drama-dramas, those emotional dramas, that are sure tear-jerkers. Well, I'm still very picky about the dramas I watch now, and as much as possible, I don't watch heavy ones. But when the quarantine started, I found myself picking up all the courage I had left at that time 
and finally watch the series. And as expected, I cried. A lot. <laughs> but I also had a good laugh every now and then. It was the first drama outside the Reply series from the duo and as its literal title says, Wise Prison Life, the drama tackled a lot of things about prison life, most of which are centered around regret. Though it showed the brighter side of the prison that le leads to redemption, change, and a new beginning, it created a balance as it showed the reality of the consequences of her wrongdoings. After knowing the stories of the people in prison, I grew fond of them, wishing them the best and for a better life once they're out. So it was heartbreaking to see how others' mistakes got the better of them. I was really hurt that I had an unsettling feeling after watching the entire series. But I really appreciate how the drama showed the reality of being in prison. Sure, there are great relationships that can be found and made inside jail bars, but it is not a place you would want to enter voluntarily. I have a lot of mixed feelings about this drama, but we'll have to wait until next week to talk about every single thing. I'll bring another friend to talk about this series, and she's actually the one I was talking about back in May on her first episode. And we're finally doing it. Finally, I know. It took a while, but she'll be there next week, so please stay tuned. And of course, the last but definitely not the least, Hospital Playlist. I go. Don't even get me started about this. There isn't a day I did not think or talk about this drama, even after it ended almost two months ago. It is another installment of the Wise Life series, but this time, unlike Prison Playbook, it is seasonal. If I'm not mistaken, it was originally planned to have three seasons, but of course, it's still up to the creators if they'll extend it or just shorten it to just two seasons. All we can do is wait and hope that it will last for many, many, many years because it is just so good. I can talk about it for the entire day, to be honest. And I'm trying my best to control myself now because it ain't time for my feels, you know? So if you want to know more about what makes me crazy about this series, turn on your notifications and wait for another two weeks. Just two weeks, then we'll be there to deliver you the feels through the podcast. Like Prison Playbook or Wise Prison Life, Hospital Playlist is also true to its literal title, Wise Doctor's Life. It is a story of five friends who became doctors and it was set on the 20th year mark of their friendship when they just entered their 40s. And like the saying, life begins at 40, the drama shows how each of the five started their 40s, making decisions and taking chances that will change their entire lives. They also take us on a little adventure as they play and sing songs from their college years. And their OSD, it's just perfect. It actually made charts in South Korea and some are still up there, months after release because of the success of the drama. Though I think it's no longer a question whether a Shin Lee creation will succeed or not, the creators actually took risks in this work. First being it is a pre-planned seasonal drama. Unlike in Western countries, it is not common in Korea for dramas to have multiple seasons. And if they do, it is not pre-planned and the se second season is actually a result of the popularity and success of the first one. But for Hospital Playlist, it was pre-planned to have multiple seasons and this, of course, affected the progression of the story and the number of episodes. In fact, season 1 only had 12 episodes and each episode was aired once a week. They challenged the industry and offered an innovation. It was a huge risk taken, but despite the challenges, the drama was still a success. Because of Hospital Playlist on top of the Reply series and Prison Playbook, 
Shin Won Ha PD and writer Lee Woo Jung really gained my respect, as in respect. They and their team did great research to recreate the trends in different eras through the reply series, which was highly praised by Koreans themselves. And they even shed light to the talent of Korean theater industry by casting musical actors, and to hidden talents by casting independent actors and those who are not yet well known by the public. Because of this, many actors were recognized by the general public and were offered great opportunities after working with the great Shin Lee. Harry from Girls Day, Unji from Apic, Ryu Junyeol, and just recently John Mido are some of them. Now, they are challenging the drama industry by doing something that's never been done before. It took them four years of planning and it paid off. The first season of Hospital Playlist surely is a success, but still, they have to work even harder to keep their following and have the fans stay with them until the next seasons. And I'm impressed by how they're doing it so far. Keeping the excitement for the next season and conversations about the drama going, until they're ready to welcome us again in the Hospital Playlist universe next year. Really, the respect and admiration I have for Shin Lee have grown so much for the past months. I'm not the type to research about directors and writers and actually follow them, but Shin Lee's works and their passion made me do it. Their works reflect life in a special way that tugs our insides and makes us cry and reflect on our own lives. And their passion inspires me to not let fear hinder me from pursuing my dreams and exploring ideas that might not be well accepted but kept me up at night. And these are the reasons why I'm very excited for our very first a series of series featuring Shin Lee's creations, Reply 1988, Prison Playbook, and Hospital Playlist. It may seem like I talked a lot about these shows already, but there are still endless things to say about these three in their respective individual episodes. There will be guests in each episode, so that is for sure. I hope you'll join us in the next three episodes and feel free to leave in the comments on Instagram your thoughts about these series after listening to tonight's special episode. This is only the first of many a series of series, so if you have shows or even movies you want to be featured in the future, don't hesitate to DM us on Instagram at the Afterlife Podcast. Two more nights then we'll meet in a regular episode to talk about our feelings and thoughts about the series and of course, our lives after the series. Let's meet again in the afterlife. Bye-bye!